Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hey all, this is Cynthia. Today, I'm going to have a continuation of when do you think you have a problem? And we're going to dive more into problematic drinking. In this episode, we will discuss alcohol abuse versus alcohol dependence. It's not the same. Ways you can be honest with yourself about how much you drink. And before I get started on this episode, I just want to say that the first part of this episode was more about my story, how I discovered or came to terms with my issues with alcohol dependence and being an alcoholic. I'll link to it in the show notes if in case you want to hear it. Hopefully that will paint the picture for you as we go through this episode rather. So jumping in, what is alcohol abuse? I'm posing some questions that you can ask yourself. Has your drinking gotten in the way of work or school? Have you ever had any legal issues around alcohol or even alcohol-related medical problems? If you answer yes to any of these, then you may be abusing alcohol. So what alcohol abuse technically is, is any type of harmful use when it comes to alcohol. If your use of alcohol impedes your daily life at critical levels, it could be mentally, it could be socially, it could be emotionally, it can be physically. You may be struggling with alcohol abuse. That does not necessarily mean that you're an alcoholic, but your drinking may be above what they consider the recommended levels. In case you're not aware of what is above the recommended levels pretty much is as follows. If you're a man, if you have five or more drinks during any one drinking session, or you have more than 15 drinks a week, that is considered risky behavior. And if you're a woman, if you have four more drinks during a day or any drinking session or more than seven drinks a week, that is considered a heavy drinking session for women. If you feel like you fall into that category, there are resources, there are more resources out there that can help you gauge it. These are just kind of like a one quick hit. Um, I'll link to some of those as well, and you can review at your leisure. But moving on, that is alcohol abuse. Going into alcohol dependency, there are quite a bit of similarities between the two. Similar to alcohol abuse, your drinking falls into the harmful use category or it's in the risky category. It can impede your daily life or it does impede your daily life on the same kind of levels. However, it does, there's, it does go several steps beyond that. If some of these resonate, please start being honest about yourself when it comes to your usage levels. I know it's not easy. It's not fun, but it's just something you have to do as you're just going through this process. So some key differences that alcohol dependence may exhibit. I will preface that this is just some of the key things. It's not all of them. You don't have to necessarily show all of them in order to consider yourself alcohol dependent. I really think that I will always say that if you're asking yourself the question that do I have a problem with alcohol, then you do have a problem somewhere, but it's up to you to really figure out and gauge where you fall and if you really do have an issue with it. But some of the key differences when it comes to alcohol dependence is drink sinking behavior. So if you go to parties, events that you know will include drinking, I know for me personally that open bars, if I heard there was an open bar somewhere, my ass would definitely have shown up. Weddings, birthday parties, house parties, anything where there was like no holds barred drinking, I would show up even if I didn't feel like going, that would automatically get me in the mindset to go because then I know that I could have a good old time, or so I thought. 
there's also like happy hours or reverse happy hours, reverse happy hours were like my field day because I'm such a night owl. So that is something to be aware of if that's something that really something that you enjoy or you seek out. There's also if you only hang out with others that drink and are suspicious of others that don't drink. I know this is something that I used to do as well. I would give you a strong side eye if you didn't drink. I didn't trust people that didn't drink. I actually think I said that and me and my best friend both agreed to that at certain points in our lives. Wouldn't say that now, of course, but that is something to be aware of, like how you feel about around others that don't drink or they don't drink as much as you. Your alcohol tolerance may be crazy high. Just think about how much you drink and in context of like how much you used to drink because you kind of have an idea about like, oh, I used to be able to do this, have two beers and I would be in a pretty good spot. But now I have three or I have to have four or it can go on and on and on. Drinking to avoid withdrawal or hangover symptoms. Hair of the dog is classic for that. Even though I've never tried that. As well as Bloody Marys. I never tried that one either. Um, I guess I missed my, my shot. But I used to always drink something left over if there was anything to kind of like keep the hangover from ruining my day. And then, of course, I would normally not stop there and just go on about my merry way and continue to drink. But just that's something to be aware of if you have a tendency to grab for something like that after a heavy night of drinking. And then putting conditions around your drinking. This is something that I really came to notice about myself when it came to AA. Just giving yourself like these rules or stipulations in order to feel like you don't really have a problem. Like some examples could be, I can only drink at brunch on Sunday or afternoon on the weekends. I will drink my calories instead of eating so I won't ruin my diet for those health conscious folks. These are all things I used to tell myself, by the way. So, um, If this is something that you do and there's other conditions you can put around your drinking, the list can go on and on because if you're really trying to make it seem like you don't have a problem, the best way to kind of talk yourself out of it is to provide a condition or a rule around it. So then you're like, oh, I have it under control. So it's not an issue. If you see yourself at anything that I called out or discussed, the first thing is not to panic. I urge you to really just sit with yourself and think about how much you truly do drink and think about your... I guess your dependency or the reasons why you drink the way that you do. One thing to note, if your drinking does fall into more of the dependent category and you want to go and you're like, enough is enough. I've read enough. I know enough. This is kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back or something like that. And you just want to go cold turkey. That may not be the best option. It depends on how long you drank, really, and how much you do drink because alcohol withdrawal, it's both dangerous and it can be life-threatening if it's not done properly when you're trying to like wing yourself off of it. I would urge you to seek out help. I will link to some resources for that in the notes as well. But please just be really smart and safe about it. Get the necessary support that you need in order for this to be successful for you. On the flip side, if you're not sure that you fall into the dependent category, but you may be abusing it or it may be tipping in that direction. Some tips or things to consider as you're figuring this out for yourself. I would say if you're not sure how many drinks you have in a week, be really honest with yourself about it. Document it if you have to. Write it down. I mean, we have our phones everywhere. You can write, you can put up a note in your phone and just like write how many drinks you have. I know that's probably like not fun to do, but it may help you just so you can kind of get an idea around how much you do drink in an outing or during a week. I would also, if you can, document your moods and thoughts 
you know, around it. Like, why are you drinking? Is it just purely for a social environment? Are you having a good time? Are you feeling awkward? Are you feeling anxious about something? And you feel like you need to drink in order to not feel that way? Are there any other underlying things? Like, are you upset about something? Are you unsure about something? Are you angry? Are you happy? And you just feel like this is the best way to celebrate, but you just don't know how to stop yourself? Write all that stuff down. And start getting context around what, why you do what you're doing and if it's the best thing for you when it comes to how you live your life. If you want to cut back, I would also say make a conscious choice to do that. Write down how many you want to have and then hold yourself accountable. I know that there's that funky word that a lot of people don't like, but really just hold yourself accountable to it. I would also say don't be so hard on yourself if you do slip up and make mistakes and things like that. You'll feel guilt about it and you may even feel shame around it and that will, won't will help you. If anything, just be like, you know, I messed up. I can come back from this and then you keep going. And something else to consider while you're, if you're working through that or that's the route you're taking is to try to avoid your triggers at first. I would say try to avoid your triggers at all times, but life is life and you will get triggered and things will happen. But try to start learning to associate fun without alcohol. I will be honest, this will probably take some time, especially in the United States and in other and in Europe. I know like drinking is a huge part of the culture. Like it's hard to feel like you're having fun without a drink in your hand. I totally get it. I was there. Um, I know I felt so awkward for the better part of last year when I wasn't drinking. I had like FOMO, like things that I normally, like that's something I would never have. And FOMO is fear of missing out if you don't know what that is. Me personally, I used to love to go out and go to a bar or go to dance like at clubs or lounges at parties. And I know last year I just didn't feel free enough to do that. Like I would go and I would just be like so to myself. And it was just like, I was just so hyper aware of everything. And I just couldn't relax. And I just felt like, you know, if I could just have that one drink, then I would be able to relax enough and be able to have some fun and get on the dance floor and everything like that. But I just couldn't do it. I will say it will change and you'll get through that and over it. It's just going to be tricky at first, just because you're going to be just so focused on the fact that you're not drinking. So that's just going to be new for you. And then, but then you'll be able to go out and just have a good time. And then another thing is that if that is still hard for you to do, to go still hang out in your old haunts, maybe explore other things to do. There's so many other hobbies and options out there. I know I got into, like, I really like going to arcades. I like to play video games. Yeah, at the adult arcades, there's alcohol, but you don't have to do that. You can just play video games and have a good time. I love to do that. I got into random things like shuffleboard. It's just like things that I was just like, you know what? what the hell? I'm going to go try it and have an activity that didn't, even though alcohol was served, it didn't necessarily mean that I had to be around it. It wasn't like the focal point of the interaction or the engagement. So that kind of helped me ease back into being able to be around in just environments where alcohol was the key thing and not really participate because then I could have conversations with other people and still have a good time. So that may be an option for you as well. And then boundaries. I know I talk about, feel like I talk about boundaries all the damn time, but they are so key in everything in life. Just something to be aware of too, if you decide to cut back or quit, that not everyone's going to be cool with you cutting back or or quitting. It sucks, but it's part of life. You know, Um, a lot of people are going to probably be supportive or even if they're not like outwardly supportive, they'll still respect it, but some won't. 
and they'll make it known, unfortunately. But learning to say no or standing up for yourself will also be key. If you get pressure from anyone, and it doesn't matter who it is, I this is something I keep in my head, but I urge you to do the same, or I hope that it helps you to do the same, that to remember that it's not about you. It's about them and how uncomfortable they are feeling. A lot of people will take what you're doing and make it about them. And it's not like, this is just for you to do. This is something that serves you or makes you feel better. But then a lot of people will internalize it and be like, well, do I have a problem? Is this, are they judging me? And it becomes that thing. You have to be able to be like, nope, that's not my battle to fight. It's not about you. This is solely about me. We can totally hang out and be cool. Nothing really has to change. The only thing that's changing is that I'm deciding not to drink right now. And sometimes you have to voice that and say that. Sometimes they'll be cool and they'll back off. Sometimes they won't. If they don't, then you'll have to determine if that is the relationship is worth, if that relationship is worth it to you. But before you decide that, decide to boundary up one good time with them and see how it goes, see how it resonates. But yeah, thinking about whether you have a problem with alcohol, like I mentioned earlier, if you're here and you're, you've uttered the words to yourself or to other people, if you think, or asked other people if they think that you have a problem, I think you deep down, you know, but it's really just going through it because you all, you only get there in your own time, but realize that there's, there's help out there for you. There's support out there for you. There's information out there for you. If you're, if you want it, if you're willing to put in the time going down this road, I know that it can be scary because it's unknown and you're going against like, you know, what society perceives or shows as being normal. I'm doing air quotes, but you have to really do what's best for you. And if your use of alcohol is impeding your life, then it's not best for you. And as I've mentioned in prior podcasts, but alcohol dependency or anything in dealing with alcohol, like alcoholism and stuff like that is a very progressive disease. So it, it amps up and grows over time. So the sooner you realize that about yourself, the easier or the better it will be for you. It will be challenging, but you'll be able to get through the other side. And once you're through the other side, you're going to be like, man, you first, you'll be like, man, I can't believe I did it. And then second, you'll be like, wow, I can't believe that this is what I was missing for so long. But you'll have your moments, you know, because that's life. So that's it for this particular episode. If this really hit home for you, please check out the notes for this podcast and click on some of the links, do some of the tests, go to some of the resources that I list out. If you want to talk to someone, feel free to always DM me or email me, tweet me, post on my Instagram under this topic. I will reach out to you as always. And just be safe out there and do what's best for you. It's totally fine. Just a quick wrap up of this. Some notes if you're trying to cut back or quit. If you're quitting and you have a dependency, please seek out help first before you decide to go cold turkey because that may not be in your best benefit. But if you want to cut back, if you feel like you're not dependent and you just want to cut back, make sure to start monitoring your drinks and your moods and why you're drinking. If you're going to cut back, give yourself a number and hold yourself accountable to that. Try to avoid your triggers. Try to go to new places. Try to be around new things and have new experiences that will only serve you and help you as you go through this. And then learn about boundaries or bone up on your boundaries so you can be ready because people will come out the woodworks and they will make it known if this is something that makes them feel uncomfortable. Like I said, unfortunately, but that's just part of this journey of getting through to the other side. In the meantime, I hope this episode gave you some food for thought 
And until next week, my friends, have a good one. Take care. Talk soon. Bye.